So the protesters in France, the female protesters, have had their puppies out again. The puppies have been out. The puppies have been out. So I was loving the idea of a Girls Gone Wild 2022. And basically, <laughs> so what happens is they go to college campuses again, and they're like, pull them out. And the girls are like, what'd you say? And then they go... They're rolling back global warming yeah, stuff. for climate change. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to die, do you? You don't want everybody exactly. to die. So essentially what happens is the girls gone wild, guys, in 2023. They come and they all have cameras around the girls. And they're like, did you not hear? They're getting rid of maternity leave. And they go, ah, and they go, here's your protest beads. And then they get <laughs> send that Solomon dude, it's Greta. She's <laughs> making everybody take their tops off. So that's, in my opinion, that's, that's what girls gone wild in 2023 france edition and then you could probably tour that too because you could be like because france probably sets the tone for trends that way we go see they're doing it in france they're doing college campuses all around the world but (laughs) they just have to go and they're like did you not hear like they're letting trump be president again (laughs) what the hell i'm gonna protest that with the puppy there's some industrious students on college campuses who are probably are doing that they go they're (laughs) like yes that's like the new male feminism almost to get like like doing the gender studies classes yeah yeah like wolf and sheep clothing is now it's the climate change stuff being a being like a um no if you're if you're a guy that's a climate change guy and you go there and you're just like all always there at every single thing yeah it's like you know what let's show them ladies <laughs> you're the one guy all right everybody tops off we gotta protest <laughs> the climate everybody only hangs out with chicks here's your beads yeah so anyways i don't we like to do a feel good titty story to yeah, get this started why off not? why not the boys the lads Speaking of the protesters who like sure. the climate protesters, one thing they like to do is they go to the museums and stuff like that. Yeah. Which is, that must bother you because you're a big museum guy. I like a museum. Yeah, so yeah. I went to the Whitney. Yeah, I've never been to that one. No idea how you're doing this. I've never been to that one. I've been to like the MoMA, which is like, you know, one of the top, you know, 10 in the world. Homo at a MoMA. But Homo that, at a MoMA. I'm telling you, I don't know. I, the most, I was What's thinking. What's the Whitney? Well, there's this guy, Edward Hopper. So that's what's. That's what's there right now. It's the Edward Hopper exhibit, right? Yeah. And there was a couple other things. The whole time I was there, my main thing was there's no way you could actually like this. So there's this guy, Edward Hopper. He was the main guy. He's got like a full floor. There's 10,000 of his things, right? And 90% of them are just he paints girls in their windows. He's like the original. He's the original peeping Tom. Peeping Tom. Yeah, and his whole thing was peeping Tom <laughs> stuff, right? And it's all a commentary, right? So everybody's like, dude, that's how dogs had to be dogs back in the day. They had to go to the store and grab an easel and paint. Yeah, brushes. So he, learn this shit. Yeah, he's always like peeping in people's windows, and his wife's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, oh, "I'm working." And apparently, one of them was like based on his neighbor or whatever. So he's got a whole series of paintings basing on like his neighbor in a window. And then one of them did good, I guess. So then he was like, "I'm the painting." <laughs> I don't know one of them did good. Like you, you reference it like how like a reel does now. That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, like one of them blew up. <laughs> that well, that is kind of what happened. Yeah. I think he got some heat on his first one. It was. Yeah. A- <laughs> 
people were photocopying and sharing it around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was a people. A lot of people were gathering around the exhibit, looking at the, the girls in the window one because it had the titties out. And then some this old guy, right? So they have all this paintings of him. They have like photo the old, you know, the only photos of him, and it's him sitting at his, his easel painting his girl in the window. And there's like you literally just one after another. It's like girl on her bed through the window, and then like, <laughs> girl sort of walking around her living room through the window. Yeah, and it's like I. First of all, there's 9,000 people, no, however many people are at the Whitney, sure. all walking around. Everyone's wearing a turtleneck, so there's not a, <laughs> I would say 50%. It's like a Portlandia episode. 50% of people are wearing turtlenecks. And I they, mean, I, that's, I do that as well. I'll put a, pop a, a neck on. Do you do the, do you do this where you go and look at it and you go, hmm, no. how do you look at it? What, what would you do when you're looking well, at it? So painter? my museum, uh, my MO is always, I at some point early on separate Food from court. my, no, separate from my girlfriend. So I lose her. Why? Because you, because I always do it fast. Because no, I walk fast. Oh, I like to do the. <laughs> you like to speed. Up? I like to speed up the museums. <laughs> so I'm not go, dicking around. Got it. Got literally, it. Literally, I'm not dicking it. around in a museum. I'm looking around. The Whitney. <laughs> That's never even been, stupider. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, you know, I look at the stuff I like, and I mean, sometimes you'll. I, I would have said for someone who doesn't go to museums and stuff, I would have been like, I would have sent you to the the MoMA over the Whitney. Personally, I haven't been in the Whitney, but I'm the, sure I would have liked them all the same. This one had three. The MoMA is like there's like Van things. Goghs and stuff. And like, really, I don't know. They're they're cooler. Mm, do you do that? You go, mm, yes. Oh, so I, not, I do this. This is I go this. <laughs> do you do the beard thing? Yeah. <laughs> do you ever? How long? What's the longest you've ever stood in front of a painting, just standing there looking at it? Uh that's a good question. Probably like somewhere in the nine minute. seconds. No, I probably been you like stood a, there for a full minute just staring at a painting. Yeah, probably. Mm. Oh, but I'm like, I take an edible before I go in there. Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> so I forgot that you're baked. So you're looking at it like you're kind of getting all psychedelic uh, with the yeah. photo. I'm like, whoa, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. You did this I don't with know. A brush, man. So, so, <laughs> Maybe like, yeah, probably like a minute. There's certain ones because like something like a Mark Rothko or something where they're like they're massive pieces or like, you know, maybe a, I don't know, never more than like a minute. But then my, my kind of favorite thing actually <laughs> to do at museums is when you just totally like walk, you're in like some famous museum and then you don't even like look Fart. at a piece. No, 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 that I do actually sometimes too. That is like, I get a deranged <laughs> pleasure of crop dusting all these like fucking uh, <laughs> people, these hoity-toity people who are like- you're you know, one of them. I know, but I'm not. You are I'm a hoity toity guy. But I'm talking about the people who are like wearing like you know a ten thousand dollar bag, and they're all like, and then they. I felt like everyone a, just had a turtle. They have to God. smell a fart. <laughs> some, some sort of deranged pleasure I, I derive from that, but um, one. I do like when you walk by like some artist and they have one piece in like one of the most famous, but it's like in a room full of like way bigger ones, and you're like, this is like this person's life's work, uh, and it was the highlight of their life, and you just could be like. And just walk by. Yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> well, no, I actually did worse than that. I was like, watch. I I looked at like five or six of them. How many, and beers, I just, like, how many beers did you sneak in? I it was kind of early for that, but uh, so none. But I walked in, and I literally at one point I was like, this guy stinks. And then someone heard me <laughs> say that and gave me the dirtiest look you've ever seen in your life. Some old gay gay man with a turtleneck just sure. looked at me like like I just fucking punched yeah, yeah. a baby. <laughs> and all I said, I looked at the five of his window photos, and I like I just go, yeah, this guy stinks. Yeah. <laughs> but there's better things so one of my favorite thing was I kept saying it was like I don't know if you saw in that room there's like a crazy exhibit like pretty actually realistic that like um, college grad student like I guess it's like a modern thing and it's just like a, it would be just like a college grad student sitting on a bench <laughs> I kept saying I kept saying that like I don't know if you've seen that there's like a, a bunch of gays in a room exhibit <laughs> 
<laughs> dude, that, but I, honestly, some of the stuff, dude, I like because it's so crappy. I remember I went to a museum, I think in Spain. I, I, I took a video of it. It was like, so you walk into one of those rooms and then they always have them. You walk into a room and there's just like a, a video playing on loop. They had right, like they had actually, that. that was the only thing I liked is it sitting down and watch just because you can sit down, just sat down. But and it was the like so cr- the one I went with was so crappy. Like it was literally like a parody of art where it's like <laughs> three women and they're all fat, and then one's like, "I am a woman. <laughs> I am a woman." <laughs> I am a, and I'm like watching I'm like this is maybe one of the funniest things I've ever seen you know like because <laughs> it's so crappy <laughs> the whole thing's a parody right yeah yeah but some of it's there like- was one room where there was one guy that I guess he's like famous for trinkets yeah and it was legitimately just any Portland market like any little thing people would make it was like a guy that took like some hair that fell off a brush and taped it to a pipe cleaner yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean some of it I was in one museum I remember and then there was like a stick up against the wall and I go oh there's like a stick up against the Oh, there's a stick up against the wall, and then I like walk. I go, oh, that's a that's a, an exhibit. And then there was like a broom up against one wall, and then I was like, is this art? And you're like, no, the janitor just left the broom up against the wall. <laughs> and there's just some this guy in a turtleneck. This is a guy in a turtleneck looking at it. At the broom, being like, <laughs> mm. well, everything. If you look, as they put the things beside it. Yeah. And every second one is a commentary on consumerism. Of course. <laughs> they love everyone. It'll be just like a soup can and it's a commentary <laughs> on consumerism. There's one that was just like, the one was like, they made pillows into cigarettes and there was like a couple cigarettes that were like made out of pillows. And then yeah, yeah. that was a commentary on consumerism. I, I mean, <laughs> everything's a I commentary on consumerism. I can't remember the artist's name, but my brother used to own an art gallery and he had, oh, yeah, he had this guy who had like one of his exhibits. I fuck, I can't remember his name. But uh, the he, exhibit he, exhibit. He, but he, this is yeah he was pimping the rides but uh he had this giant piece and it was like all anti-capitalism and it was like 140 grand (laughs) (laughs) well you remember that i told you that that was one of my favorite things i did where we were like drinking and there used to be nuit blanche in toronto and me and waldo went and we would we just picked one thing and then stood there and pretended it was our piece and then (laughs) talked to people that came in and looked at it it was like one of these ones that was just poster barred with some pop cans glued to it like a soup can all that bullshit right and then we would go there and then we'd be like oh what do you think and he was like oh it's such an excellent the way you did this and, blah, blah. <laughs> and then me and waldo kept being like dude i gotta be honest with you i just fucking got so trashed last night i forgot i exhibit i had to whip something up <laughs> we get that's weird we didn't tell like we did that with like five or six people come in and take credit for the thing and then tell them we leveled with them that like between me and you like why would the artist yeah, even yeah. be doing that not even filming it either no we weren't filming yeah, it yeah. but we were like dying it was one of the remember I, tom green i wish i was filming tom Green at the National Art Gallery in Ottawa, he snuck in a painting and like the card, <laughs> and then he put it up on the wall. I think it was Tom Green, and then someone would be like, "Oh, this is like this is excellent," and he goes like, "What, what do you think? Maybe I, like add something to it?" And then he starts drawing on it, and they're like, "What are you doing?" And then he's getting chased out of the National Gallery. <laughs> okay, so the reason I brought this whole thing up was there was one exhibit, and it was about uh, okay, ready for this? Yeah, I'll put it on the screen too. But you got okay. Hold on, I'm gonna show you. This is just like vaginas of the world. <laughs> no, this is the best exhibit I've ever. I'm not. I don't need to do the reveal. So this is this is a exhibit where they actually, you know, like you're talking about, where they build the actual thing. Yeah. All right, ready for this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it even real or fake? That's uh, 100. It was an exhibit because it was basically there was a whole floor that was about Puerto Rico and it was a commentary on storms. Yeah, right. right. So it's it's describe the, it to people. <laughs> it is uh, a pile of dirt with what I would imagine to be 
uh, like fake grass. <laughs> is it is it like part of because there's a painting? Is that like part no, of that? No, I think they were separate. Yeah, because sometimes museums are like confusing. Sometimes you're like looking at something and then it's like part of another thing, mm-hmm. like across the room. And I'm like, I didn't. This was probably my favorite thing of the whole thing. I was literally, I'm not kidding. I burst out laughing at this one. But that's honestly, like, people would be like, oh, sure, whatever. But, like, that is oftentimes some of the fun of it, is you just see these bullshit things. No, I didn't get that. That's why I went. Yeah. I didn't go to be wowed by the art. I went because I was like, this should be fun to make fun of. Absolutely. And some of, I'm like, I guess I'm a little not as like, because some of it I go like, some of this is I do like. Do you, you're but one of some those of guys that, hilarious. Because you're looking at these other people being like, you see those two guys and then at someone else is pointing at you. You look at this <laughs> idiot. <laughs> totally. Yeah, we're all just pointing at each other. <laughs> this guy tripping out, looking at the Van Gogh. But yeah, it was a, a mostly gay people, all turtlenecks. Yeah. And then a lot, a huge portion of uh, people that like museums is like 55-year-old like yeah, white old, women. Yeah, it's old people. Like it's like CNN watchers is kind they of what They all have the, the ear thing so they can have like a guided, like I don't know if you saw that. What? Yeah, you can rent these like phones sometimes or it's like an earpiece and then you can just listen to uh, I guess a, that's not that a tour guide. But again, the, the explanation was like, this person uh, was inspired by this in 1938. The war was breaking out and they had to flee to New York City from Amsterdam. And, and the like, only thing, and when, while they were fleeing, they had to run through dirt. And she managed to take a little bit of that dirt. And then... Yeah, but then the whole paint... It's not even a painting. I've seen this. It's probably... That is a, such a perfect example. It'd be like just a, a shoe with dirt on it, sure. and it in the corner of the room. And it was like, this represents the woman who had to yeah. flee in the of forest. Yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah. And then you go, okay, I don't really <laughs> care for this, but... <laughs> I don't tell you what, I don't trust anyone who says Something they get that, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I, yeah, The I don't ever look into art at all. Like, I'm never like, oh, what's the meaning behind You don't this? read the thing? No, very rarely will I read the thing. Very, very rarely. It's like, all, it's like ever, so rarely. It's either consumerism Oh, or over cons- consumption, uh, which are kind of in the same vein, or like something about America being bad. Like, yeah, I mean, sometimes I can't remember the uh, in Paris though, not not the um, the Louvre, but the the other one with the clock in it or whatever. They have like a whole room of like Van Goghs, just kind of cool. I don't know. I get that. Well, that I get where you're like, it's cool. I guess this is worth ten trillion dollars or whatever. Yeah, but they're like they are. Yeah, they're they're just like iconic, and they're you know, there's this, so many of them. This in is what one all the room. hype's about. Kind of because you go to something like the the moma and then there's just they have one right and then and the crazy thing is you don't even realize because the moma their big thing is starry night that's like this famous van gogh i think i know starry night but you're like it's not even like the only one of them because i went it was in paris and we're like oh they have one here too he was just cranking out starry nights yeah because like a lot of times it's like well that must be like the biggest scheme ever though if you make if that's like an nft scheme though but imagine i mean an artist goes i'm selling a starry night for a million dollars then the next day he's like making five more you'd be like wait what dude damien hurst who's like the famous guy he did like the shark you know the shark in the that he sold for like 50 million dollars and it's like this shark that's like suspended a giant shark and they did like a pill pill box that was like 20 million dollars he has like a factory and so basically he's like the manager Right, and this he, is crazy. And he goes, so he approves everything, and he's like one who design, essentially like an art, like a fashion designer. He designs everything, and then they're cranking them out for him. 
So he's just about a bunch of people Warhol, working for ten bucks an hour, just making. I don't know about ten paintings. bucks an hour, but Warhol's like same thing. Like they're Warhol. There's like you know he would just he wasn't he's just got guys all. cranking out pop can and soup. He can, signs soup them. can photos, but he like designs them and he signs them, but he doesn't actually produce them. Well, that you think those wouldn't be worth as much if he didn't make them. Uh, well, they probably at the time you could get them cheaply, and then but now they're just you know the art market is what it is. I suppose uh, rip off. Do you think I, one thing that I was loving the idea of is thinking that. Because that's who people, I guess you would describe as who's at an art thing is like almost a Karen. But, sure. <laughs> but I guess that's what you would describe, right? Yeah. You're well, probably you're probably bringing the Karen out of some of them. <laughs> I imagine you kicking around there being like, gay. And they're like, oh, can we get him out of here, please? <laughs> they definitely want him out. That's what I was saying. I was talking about on stage being like the next level of not racist is when you're just like, like you don't, yeah, you don't want to be racist, but like that level of racism when you're like, I can't call the cops even though. I was robbed because, um, you know, I, heaven forbid that's a minority and their life sure. might be hard. And it was like, that's the final boss of not racist where you're getting robbed. And yeah. You're like, Good. Good. <laughs> but I was like, you know, I deserve this. Yeah. 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 I would go full care. And I'm like, if I'm, if I'm getting robbed, I'm calling the cops and reminding them that I pay their salary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I was saying that, do you think that all of the Karen stuff, probably not, but it would, be, it would be a crazy conspiracy if all of the Karen stuff was originated by like the big restaurant chains got together and like made this go viral. Viral. Yeah. Like they basically set like the girl, like if you find out the big original dog park Karen or whatever, that was like the wife of the guy who runs like Jimmy John's and they were just like <laughs> complaining has been getting out of control. So they basically, they, they hatched this plan that anyone who complains is essentially branded as a racist. Sure. Maybe Papa John's actually secretly financed that Karen movie that was a piece of shit. But I'm thinking. he got in the N-word trouble and he's trying to like just bring it all back around. That's Imagine though. Yeah. That, that would be like it would almost be, be diabolical. It would be d so crazy that it just might be true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like if you think about it, you must, there must be a correlation between the Karen meme and women complaining to the manager at Walmart that had to have gone down, right? Mm -hmm. So imagine all of the biggest corporations are just like, they they wanted to fire some of their customer, their, their customer service staff was getting bloated and they were just like, we need a way that people are complaining too much and they basically made it racist to complain. <laughs> I mean, it's They're clever. short on managers. They're like, we need to make it racist. How can we, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, I could see that. I don't know if I don't know if a Walmart. I could see an Amazon getting behind that though. Some something somewhere in an Amazon boardroom on the top of a mountain, just like. Well, anyway, maybe yeah. Something was. I was. I was loving the <laughs> idea that that's my conspiracy. <laughs> I was also I like loving it. the idea of, like, uh, uh, saying a conspiracy show that was, uh, but like conspiracies that like safe conspiracies. Like you're into conspiracies, but one that won't get you in trouble. It's like <laughs> here's the list of conspiracies you can be into. It's like big, like hey, we're talking about Bigfoot and the Loch Ness monster, <laughs> totally. and then but like you, you know, if you talk about uh, any, any of the other ones, like aliens, like you can talk about that. Pretty but much, there's like yeah, like chemtrails, and there's like five. There's like just... any anyone that involves the government you basically that those are the, the over the last little while where they made conspiracies like uh, you're the worst if you are into conspiracies mm -hmm. essentially it's anyone that the government's involved with you after you, you're like hey 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 blah, 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 blah. yeah because that's kind of what it is right unless the alien one that's the only one the alien one of. yeah there, there's like i always say there's always like the fun ones and then there's like this but like trump kind of made all conspiracies life or death seriousness actually speaking of aliens there is a pretty good uh this is um 
the the Vice has an old school uh, Vice article, <clears throat> but it's alien related, and it's there isn't that much to it. But there's this guy. <laughs> this was Vice. This is Vice going back to his. Vice is back to back to cranking out the fucking good. This man has sex with aliens. He goes. When I was seventeen, I lost my virginity to a female extraterrestrial. Says seventy-four year old David Huggins, and that's all I can say about that. <laughs> he can't say anything more about it. Yeah. And it's this guy, and he paints photos of it, and there's the you know this whole story about how he paints photos, but it just reeks of the guy that this is the this is the final boss of guy that had girlfriend at a different school. Yeah, yeah. I mean, also you just had a weird dream in 1961, and like. That's your identity. That's his whole deal. Since. <clears throat> Hasn't let it go. So, and Vice is, and Vice is sort of promoting this guy being like, you know, buy his paintings. After all, he's been through. Basically, his mom comes in. He was jacking off. And he was like, no, I wasn't, mom. My girlfriend was here. You don't understand. I mean, he has a photo. He paints a, f there's a, uh, if you slide over to the end, there is a photo of the woman or extraterrestrial female. And it has a female's, it just looks like a kind of busted chick. <laughs> yeah like he's just like he has it has breasts and a vagina well that is could have been like, like it could have been like some like old lady the you know like his mom's friend or whatever there was like a creep yeah he comes in and he was like i'm from a different planet sure but it's just like she just looks like she has bad makeup yes like that could be just again just bad makeup chick Bad makeup chick. Like, yeah. unless he's saying she was nine feet tall or something. I mean, we've all woke up and said maybe that was an alien. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Dude, that was I some kind of creature. I'll tell you what. Sometime a creature <laughs> last night wasn't... Was it a human? Barely. At yeah, the very bro. least, it was barely human. Yeah, well, we'll have to wait for the DNA samples to come back. So, yeah. Rick and Morty, uh, the big news is that I didn't realize that the guy who got fired, and I guess it's for, apparently he beat up his wife, that's the whole he, thing. Uh, yeah, but he has like actual charges and stuff against him, like it's not even like a, this, is, this isn't even like, oh, he, uh, he said, she said, like there, I think there's like actually pretty serious charges against him. But what I didn't realize is he was all the voices. Yeah. I thought it was just the executive producer and he's just gonna keep collecting his check or whatever. No. So that means they're doing it without. Yeah. And with the crazy part that I read, and I don't know if I can corroborate this, but apparently Michael Richards is gonna do the voice of both Rick and <laughs> Morty. Oh, I'm Morty. <laughs> oh, I'm Morty, Morty. Oh, oh, I'm Morty, Rick. Oh, I'm Rick, Morty. <laughs> That's, so that could be an option. Maybe Kevin Spacey comes back and does Rick. Yeah. It's, how does Kevin Spacey talk? Well, it's me, oh, Rick. That's actually not bad. <laughs> Is that not bad? That's not, yeah, that's not terrible. Okay. Oh, well, Morty, I'll tell you, it's about time that we... <laughs> It's go not, to outer space. Not not a terrible space. Okay, so yeah. that's an option. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe Jerry Seinfeld. I wonder if there's any sort of AI. Solution What's the to deal this? with me What's and Rick? What's the deal <laughs> with space? What's the deal with me and I'm Rick? I'm a pickle now. I'm a pickle. <laughs> what is the deal with me being a pickle? So those are some options. Yeah, that's uh, y'all know why motherfucking be Rick and happy motherfucking Morty. So it's so funny because that, that is such chef. that is such a giant <laughs> franchise. Like it's literally like a billion dollar IP. Oh, like the IP is worth so much that they're like, well, I yeah, didn't realize that. You can't walk away from it. Really? You don't see like all the people just walking around with Rick. And I know Morty it's a big deal. I don't know how what I don't know how much cartoon it, franchises are worth. Uh, it's that one is a that one is. Uh, that is the gem of like the crown jewel of Adult Swim. Okay, who could have, who else could play the voice? <laughs> I'm sure there's. I saw someone in on Twitter. They, I think a lot of people like there's voice. Lena Dunham. <laughs> I think they're gonna. Oh, I'm Rick. I think no, because she said she like didn't she molest her sister or something. No, that didn't stick with her. Oh, uh, 
That was the, that was the peak era where like his, the, yeah, they could like, still get away with yeah, it as long as they're a feminist. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's never uh, had to pay the toll she, for that. She was able to get away with it. It was sort of fine. Um, okay, so this one. Speaking of aliens that are creeps coming in and making out, yeah, that's or the other. That's the other one. Your chick's like, "What'd you do last night? Who was this? Like, who stuff?" And you go, "Honestly, oh, you're not gonna believe this." Yeah, you are not gonna believe this. He goes, "Wait," and the alien Sit has down. your phone number and is texting you. I know, right? It's so crazy. So crazy. The aliens fucking written in my phone is Pizza Hut. <laughs> Uh, aliens, not aliens. aliens. They're a different world. I'm not going to try to explain it, but yeah, you're like I've been in touch with that a- with the here. ancient aliens guy. I'm trying to go on there just to legitimize this whole thing. I'm a victim here. Well, there's this guy, basically. So he's dating this 23 year old woman, but she has uh, she has an eight year old woman's body, right? Yeah, this is a tough one. And you've seen the photo, <laughs> oh, right? yeah. So, I think did we cover it the first time that she was in the news? I don't remember. Because I remember seeing the initial story, and then I guess she got a reality show out of it. So she's a big star now, and this guy, everyone's calling him a creep, and that is the big question, in your opinion, creep or not a creep. So he's got a girlfriend, she's... You know, 23 years old, yeah. but she's got the body of an eight-year-old. Yeah, but it's an actual disability. I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, it sure is a pedophile's a- wet dream. For sure. But this is what I... So th- you have to... There's a lot to it. You have to sort of... You, I, I think the thing is everyone jumps to conclusion with creeps. I think you have to... I think it's both are possible and you have to probably go... You, the, de- the devil's in the details sure. of this one. I probably. mean, the question <laughs> is, is, is he a pedophile? Who That's is a big now, question. <laughs> who has now basically found a legal loophole. Uh-huh. Or living the dream, or is he just because again, like you, if a woman is say, there are women who are the same height as her, like dwarfs, yeah. for example, who nobody would ever say you're a pedophile because they have dwarfism, exactly, right? Or they're like whatever uh, little people, right? They like so, which are you know different things. But again, so height, so it's not about the height; it's about the fact that she does have the body of a child. And this guy is very much coming out, uh, sort of very aggressively with it too yeah. which isn't helping he's like tell he's like you should all be ashamed of yourself right. where's what she's got he, a disability you almost have to be like yeah i know it's a little weird but i don't see her like that you almost yeah. have to play it a little like that whereas he's like if they want to smash this hot piece of ass <laughs> it's none of anyone's business you don't know what it's like when i'm spinning her around like he's very happy about it right yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's <sighs> so what's we so i would say this if i was to because i i think the the entire internet is sort of, I mean, I'll he's say, a creep, right? So the, yeah. I think the consensus is he's a creep. And obviously the problem with that is like, so what? This girl's can just never yeah, date she can anyone. Ne- exactly. So she can <laughs> never date anybody other Ever? than children. Yeah, so, basically, she has to be a pedophile. Well, that's what it is. It's like, so she can just never date anyone. But also, if you are attracted to that, then like... Well, here's the second part that I'll say. First of all, maybe some people don't aren't attracted to their girlfriends, but there is the other part where I will say with Andy Milanakis, for example, right? Yeah. I remember when Andy Milanakis first came out and he had his TV show and he looked like a kid, right? Mm. And that's what he... So he was like 30 at the time and he was playing... He was looks like a 12-year-old or whatever, yeah. right? Which I remember like he, at the time being probably like, you know... 17 or something like that and you know i was trying to do funny stuff too and i remember seeing that and being like this is the funniest 
like person that ever lived like the fact that like a 12 year old however old i was i was like the fact that a 12 year old's like this funny yeah i was like everyone should quit comedy that's crazy <laughs> sure. how funny this kid is right yeah and then i found out he was 30 and i was like well, it's still funny but like i'm not like impressed not, like that anymore, right, you know right, what I mean? right right obviously right. that was the thing but again like he probably was smashing right so like what about those women what about those women and then on top of that my more point was i would say i remember now when i see him i don't think of him as a child does that make sense like yeah. if he was your buddy you don't look at him and see a child's body you kind of look at him i mean and he see does look body. but he does look older now but she has too. a few things where i there is maybe if you were hung out with this person for two years, like if this person was, you knew them for a long time, I could see you stop seeing them as like a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's my point. But this guy, this is where I was saying, so if I saw that, it was like, oh, we've known each other for 12 years. Like when I see them, I, I see them as a fucking 30 year old. I don't see them like right. that, right? Yeah. I could see that. Sure. But on the other side of it, he didn't, that's not what happened. No, he saw her He slid show. into her DMs. Yeah, and sent her flowers. <laughs> so that's where it starts to get... I was if I could see a scenario where you're like, yeah, obviously, like I've known, and I don't. When I look at this person, I don't see them like that. The way that I used to see Andy Malinakis like a kid, and now I don't, and he still looks like a kid. Right. My brain has switched that somehow, right? So, but if you knew the person for a long time, but for this guy, he goes, I just saw her on the TV show, and I was like, she's such a dime, I gotta hit it. <laughs> That's one in the bad category. No, yeah, knowing that she's <laughs> three foot ten and fifty pounds, sliding in the DMs, I feel like is the pro is problematic a little bit right again i don't know yeah like uh, i mean i i would never do that but to me I, how they meet's a big part it of is it. like I, I understand the case like there's both definitely i'll tell you what i would i'd rather do what would you rather do if you had to pick 80 year old that looks seven or seven year old that looks 80 <laughs> <laughs> one yeah no yeah i mean the 80 year old that looks seven you you'd know, have to you, you have, have to no question. 80 year old that looks seven yeah yeah that would be uh, but it is sort of a sophie's choice <laughs> i mean one of those will get you uh you know lit up on the internet and the other one will make you a sex offender so i think it's a pretty easy you choice. probably have to get the lit up on the internet <laughs> you have to take the lit, getting lit up on the internet but yeah this this dude, and he's not even from america like he had to fly over the ocean he's from wales or some the, shit that's where it's getting a little like you it seems like if you're just like i don't know yeah we've just known each other for a long time it just happened it's another thing to be in like i just like pursued her aggressively sure. like family friends like if you go a family friend i've known her for a long time that is i think you could be like yeah that's less creepy for sure i think that right knowing there. them for a bit probably yeah the just seeing a photo of her and go, just, oh, my Daddy God. likey. <laughs> and you go, Ooh. This guy was a little too eager with it, you know? Sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess the real shady thing, and well, I guess we'll. 50 pounds, too. TBD, I know, three foot This guy's 10, probably got a tiny she, peen, is, right? Is if she starts at OnlyFans or something, and then what that looks like. No, what I tell you what it would look like. It will look like <laughs> everyone being like, as if, and the numbers being really high. No, of course. Like, probably do better than fucking the Cash Me Outside girl. And that's you were like, eh. That is exactly what it is. Everyone publicly will be like, can you believe this? And you go, I don't know, she just made 80 mil. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be honest, that is the solution to pedophiles. Is what? More of her. <laughs> I mean, it was a pretty unique set of circumstances together. She had brain cancer when she was six months old, and they had to do some crazy surgery. So that's maybe not the solution. No. But maybe her having an OnlyFans could be the least keep them occupied. <laughs> keep them occupied. Keep them busy. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a fucking because you know you have to at least put yourself in her shoes where you're like again, like you said, like what is she supposed to do? Well, also it's funny too. Like I guess it'd be like obviously only the thing an eighteen year old. The thing is because she's like pedophile, right? But like. It, it, if you do, if you don't look at it through that lens, it's her with her boyfriend, and everyone's being like, "That's gross that you would do that." <laughs> Just calling her gross. Yeah, yeah. You're like, "Ew! Why would you have sex with her? Ew! That's disgusting, bro." And she's like, "I'm right here. Yeah, I'm right here, and I'm uh, 23 years old." <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying because your looks. I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> Just that you're too young looking and like, ew, dude, gross. Man, imagine the ultimate twist where she gets busted for having sex with like an underage guy. Oh, man. And she gets with a 15 year old and she's like, you kind of forced me to do this. You forced my hand. And then they're like, yeah, well, you're not allowed to I don't do think people either. would care about that. I think people well, care the about law this. would care. I think, mm, yeah, I guess the law would have to care. Well, but... The law would have a word with her. <laughs> people would care way less though if she banged like a 16 year old dude. Yeah. Or whatever course, the age is. Um, well, and they're famous too, right? Which helps. Yeah, she got she got a little uh, TV show. Reached out after watching her. He said he was inspired by her emotional strength. So I don't buy that. That's where I'm like. So that's where I'm like. Okay, that didn't happen. No guy's ever been like uh, watching a show and you're just like. Man, this girl's so inspiring to me. Sure, I'm reaching out with no alternative. I mean, like, want to? Yeah, smash because motives. there is no shortage of inspiring shows of women with disabilities. He didn't reach he out. He didn't to reach out. Thousand to pound sisters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't reach out to any of them. He didn't reach out to the dwarves, the little people, nothing. He's, he didn't. He specifically reached out to the unless girl you who find looks out like he did. Child. Like that's his. You know what? The probably the it is possible. The truth is like the balls on this guy to be like reaching out to like celebrities and just trying to smash or whatever. He's like. Yeah, I mean, I reached out to literally every girl on every reality show. This is the first one <laughs> yeah, that ever responded. Like, it's possible. He's like, listen, I reached out to fucking Selena Gomez when she had her TV show, too. It's like, I reached out to Paris Hilton when she had the Hilton show. It's like, I got to be honest with you. The Kardashians haven't been getting back to me. This is the first response to I got to my numerous yeah. DMs, I said. She does look kind of sickly, too. I mean, she is. Yeah, it can't be in greatest health. But. No, but then there's the funny because there's the thing of her smoking. He then sent her flowers and a card saying, go live your best life, wishing you all the happiness you deserve. You don't send someone flowers and then, unless you're up to something. Flowers is insane. Like, did you send, again, did you send them flowers to those thousand pound chicks? So the people are saying this, and then his whole thing is you're dehumanizing her, and that's absolutely disgusting. So he's sort of saying he's not disgusting, you're disgusting. Yeah, he goes, <laughs> he goes yeah, you think I'm disgusting? Have a look in this mirror. <laughs> so I feel the like- The only disgusting people are looking in this mirror right now. <laughs> He's sort of taunting the police a little bit. <laughs> I mean, you got to be, if you're crazy, if you, I hope he's fucking squeaky. Clean. He's basically, do, yeah, you know what I mean? You're sort of taunting the police, like you're standing in front of the police station with her, just like grabbing her tip, being like, is this a problem? <laughs> I mean, there's, I'm sure someone's looking into him somewhere. Someone has probably given at a police station somewhere in Wales has just given a cursory look into his back. You're right. This guy does have to be squeaky clean to pull this off. Yeah. It's. She's a human being. She deserves that relationship. So I do agree with that part of it. The end of it says it's unclear where the relationship even stands now. So you just have to be like, listen, I thought it was kind of weird, like, but it's not. Yeah. It's like, it is what it is. I don't see her like that. I understand you do. That's probably the only thing. Yeah. That you have to straight up just be like, you're all fucked up. What are you talking about? Like she's disabled. Imagine he came out and he was just like, listen, I just want to say, I know what you guys are thinking, but you're not weighing that against how big it makes my dick look. <laughs> 
it's kind of a and then everything about it does feel like he's taunting because he goes like this he goes the pair spent their first day together in an aquarium and then an escape room and we're joined by her 18 and you're an 18 year old sister riley and it does feel like a little bit like you know, then we went to an amusement park and then the escape room and then the ball pit. Like, <laughs> it's sort of feeling like, he, you know what I mean? That you want to be like, we went to a bar. We went. To- people would still be like, oh, you went to a bar? How many drinks does it take for a 50-pound girl to get totally incapacitated? Yeah, right. They did, she, they did, this no, guy's out this of options. No, this is a zero-win. Fancy scenario. restaurant. Zero-win scenario. Yeah, doesn't matter. Zero-win. No, I know. No I'm and, just saying that. And he's like trying to get on the show. Like Part of it is like a bunch of the stuff they did was for the show. Mm-hmm. So then you're like, are you trying to just be famous? Yeah, and obviously. It's, horrible way to It do is that. what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so wish him the best of luck. Yeah. Uh, Danny just slid into her DMs so if it doesn't work out. Yeah, after. Just, just, said, just, <laughs> just if we have to Well, yeah, but I slid into her DMs just saying you're so inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah Such I, I do that all the time like I girl I don't even respond back I go no need to respond and if they respond back I just don't respond I just say listen you're an inspiration let anyone who tells you otherwise you fucking go girl yeah you are living your best life also I mailed you some flowers and chocolates but do not respond to this <laughs> I want you to oh did I put my return address on there weird oh, shit. it's like the post office kind of makes you though like if you try and go mail something without a return address they're kind of well, sticklers they're sticklers, about, sticklers that. about it I'm gonna take a quick second here to tell the fellas about Nutrafol if you don't know what this is some people think you go listen I want to have a head of hair or I want to have my health. I want to be healthy or better hair growth. Which is it? People are choosing. Oh, it's one of the two. Well, what if we told you you didn't have to choose? That there's a holistic solution for men that promotes both healthier hair and whole body wellness. So you can get ahead of thinning hair with Nutrafol's whole body approach to hair growth no drugs, no compromises. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. That's a pretty big recommendation here. Being number one, Nutrafol's hair growth, nutraceuticals go beyond genetics to multi-target the root causes of thinning, including stress, hormone nutrition, metabolism, aging, and lifestyle through whole body health. The whole package, physician formulated using natural medical grade ingredients, Nutrafol's drug-free patented technology provides consistent, reliable results without compromising your sexual health. So there you go. You're going to want to... You'd be stupid not to. (laughs) Sexual health is intact. It's it's intact. In a clinical study, men showed progressive improvement in hair growth and thickness after three and six months. Nutrafol is a trusted and recommended by more than 3,000 top doctors. So you want to get that thick, healthy hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com slash men, N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com slash men and entering the promo code BOYSCAST to save $15 off to your first month's subscription. This is the best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, free shipping on every order. Get $15 off Nutrafol.com slash men, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com slash men, promo code BOYSCAST.
Also, we got to tell you about Butcher Box. You already know what it is. We've been telling you about Butcher Box. Everyone knows when you're at the grocery store and you see a hot deal on some meat, especially when it's some good deals on some premium meat. But you're, you're at the grocery store, you're searching for meat, and you're having a hard time, you're looking, you're doing all this stuff, juggling them, rolling them down the aisle, as Jerry Seinfeld joke, you don't know what you're doing. Butcher Box takes the guesswork out of that, out of finding high-quality meat and seafood you can trust with 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, wild-caught seafood, humanely raised, no antibiotics, no added hormones. You get just what you want, delivered right to your doorstep, free shipping for the continental u.s and no surprise fees so you can choose between a variety of box plan options from curated to customized and change your plan whenever you want so you can enjoy a high quality cuts that are hard to come by at the grocery store and an amazing value exclusive member deals so you can save big on your favorite cuts recipe inspiration guides tips hacks so you can cook up mouth-watering meals get it here We've been telling you, I'm a butcher box guy. I got my Love family on butcher box. Getting hungry, actually. Just Love the box. Right I actually am a little hungry. <laughs> 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 Discussing the box. Tell you about that as well. Um, it helps you save money. My favorite part is the convenience. It comes right to your door. You don't have to think about whether it's good. What are the cuts like? They do all that for you. ButcherBox is a special offer running right now for our listeners. And use the code BOYSCAST to get $20 off your first box. Sign up at ButcherBox.com slash BOYSCAST and use the code BOYSCAST to get $20 off. Yeah, yeah. Speaking about women living their best lives, actually, uh, uh, we, we didn't have it on the docket, but the uh, the... Prime Minister of New Zealand has just had enough. <laughs> yeah. Pretty wild. I feel like this keeps happening. Pretty wild, though. I've never seen a, a leader a- of a country just being like, I, I guess I'm good. Like, no scandal. I mean, everybody like dislikes her for the most part because she's a bit of a tyrant, but she's just like, yeah, I'm good. Just over- how, long did she, how long did you put in? I think like she only got in right before COVID. Like, she's like four years or something. Yeah, that is pretty nuts. <laughs> Just like I'm done. Anyway, shout out to the Queen no, of New Zealand. No prime minister has ever done that, though. Yeah, you're no, right. No, I mean they have to be taken out of office in cuffs or like dragging, <laughs> like dragged out of there. And she's just like, yeah, good well it lasted. I proved I could do it. Yeah, yeah I top proved of the I could mountain. Do yeah, that is like. <laughs> It's pretty wild. That is like a step back for has any guy ever done that? Because no, there's I, been a few girls that have only had like crazy short terms. I feel like. Yeah, because they got voted out. No, wasn't there another kind of this scenario before? Where a woman straight up just walked away? I don't know. Only had like a few months and she had like a vote well, there of was, Well, there was, a, yeah, that was, a, yeah, yeah, Elizabeth May. But you don't have to leave with your non-confidence votes, I feel like. Uh, you do because like you just, again, you can't, you can't go- form you can't a government. Govern, yeah, you can't govern. Like it's just like, you, the, it's understood that if you don't, like you walk away and then Kim Campbell in Canada in like the 90s for whatever yeah weeks. but she's just straight up like yeah I'm <laughs> you know, it is so enough. funny looking at canada's uh prime ministers because you're like guy eight years guy 12 years guy eight years guy six years woman two months <laughs> guy eight years <laughs> that's wild, weird. <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> and it is like girls are unelected like, <laughs> too i know i know and it's like you had your turn like what do you yeah. mean you guys had your turn those those two months in 1981 <laughs> <laughs> okay this is speaking of wacky girls this is a rough one of them probably the best we've had in a while yeah 
So this girl, she's got multiple systems, most of which are birds. <laughs> yeah, this is so we always talk such about, a good video. We always do this, and what are they? They're uh, what would it be called when they're they have multiple personalities? She she referred to it as just uh, DID, which is like a disassociative disorder. Yeah, and so the funny part about this video is how she, someone said to her like, "This doesn't make any sense. This is dumb," or something like that, and she is not happy about that. Like basically, she admits she's super crazy, but like the way she's talking about it is like. She's like, yeah, this is so normal. Like, what don't you get? I have a few systems, and a couple of them are birds. I'm two birds. I don't know what you're not <laughs> getting about it. What don't you understand? Sometimes I need to fly away because I'm a bird. What don't you understand? Well, I, like, I don't know why you're having trouble with the fact that I'm two birds living in a fucking human's body, and there's nine other birds in here as well. So I'm, a, I'm a basically a birdcage. Yeah, like, what are you, fucking dumb, bud? Like, what is going on here? So that's the gist of it. Okay, we'll start it here. Hi, my name is Cameron, and I'm a member of a DID system. And people are still going on about this, so I'm going to try and... Ex- <laughs> That's what it like is. The, like just the attitude. She goes, people are still going on about this. So I guess you're fucking stupid. Yeah. So let me just explain this to you. I guess, yeah. If, if, if you don't know, no one has a brain on this fucking TikTok <laughs> app. I guess I can explain to you what it looks like when I, for the fifth time when two birds are living in a human body. <laughs> Myself as simply as possible for you. She's going to dumb it down yeah, for you. I am down, an you. alter in a dissociative identity disorder system. Alters in DID systems can literally be anything, even inanimate objects. So having inanimate objects pretty good. She's so she's a couple birds and you got a comb in there. <laughs> also some <laughs> one of them's a door stopper. You know, sometimes you need a door kept open. How can they be inanimate objects? Maybe just like you're just hanging out with someone all of a sudden you freeze. That's like Rick She's and like, Morty. what's that? It's like, yeah, I'm a block of cheese right now. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh I'm a comb at the moment. <laughs> I'm a baseball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anybody want to play catch? Not with me. Just use me for the catch. What are you doing right now? I'm a headphone jack. I don't know <laughs> if you're having trouble understanding <laughs> that sometimes I'm a carton of milk. It's like fucking... Honestly, it's What bad. don't you get? What don't you get? I'm two birds that are living in a human's body, and then also sometimes I'm a carton of milk. I don't... It's pretty... Having an altar who's not a human is honestly a very, very common experience. Very... Now, there are two of us in our <laughs> system common. who are birds, and we both have two separate forms in our world. We have our bird form. I'm a cardinal. Avery is a blue jay. And we also... Okay, so we have a cardinal and a I'm blue I'm already jay. lost. Is there, like, is they have two that's birds inside of fucking, them? That's why she's speaking fucking, slow for you. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiots like me. I'm gonna Does she tell have two you birds again. inside of her? Yeah, so she got two birds, a cardinal and a blue jay. But she goes, I'm a <clears throat> cardinal... She's the cardinal. So she has two systems. Well, she has a she has a cardinal, and the blue jays living inside of her. <laughs> She's like the blue jays always sucking dicking around in there. Yeah. Do you think she'll ever go to see the Toronto Blue Jays play the St. Louis Cardinals? Like, is that like? And then one of hers wearing a that it's, she wears the half hat. <laughs> like when parents have like two players playing against each other, like two sons, and then they wear like the happy jerseys. <laughs> yeah, talking to the players. Yeah, blue jay to blue jay. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> or she's pro- I bet you she wouldn't like it that like she's not a logo I'm a huge I'm a yeah yeah sure a, she goes you're, they're appropriating her culture or her. yeah she's really dumbing it down for her so her pronouns are I am 
And then, but they all have different pronouns. So the Her pronouns are I am like, and we also, also have a human form, like a hybrid form. I'm two birds, <clears throat> two birds, one bod. I don't really have a human avian like hybrid form, which is a human form with our bird wings, basically. So when we front this body, like I am in control of this body right now. I am in my humanoid form inner world and I am fully aware, as is Avery, that we live in a human body. So they're not happy about the human body. <laughs> you know what I like to picture is that she's saying this after her boss just told her that her break was too long. <laughs> goes, no, your break was supposed to be an hour. You've been gone for like almost two hours. What's going on? She goes, Jim, am I going to have to do this again? <laughs> she goes, Jim, I don't know what you don't get. I'm two birds, so I need two full breaks. That's why I was gone for almost yes, two hours. Yes, the Blue Jay took 15 minutes. <laughs> yes, Jim, the Blue Jay took 15 minutes. The Cardinal took 15 minutes, and then my humanoid form. So then my human form needed a break, Jim. You're the boss. You're like, ah. Another mental health day. This one's not for me. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, that's what. Like, are you having another smoke? God! She goes, "No, I'm eating worms, Jim." <laughs> hey, who put worms in the fridge? <laughs> he goes, "Hey, you going fishing later?" She goes, "What? What? The hell, yeah? Is that some kind of sick fucking joke?" Hey, did someone put a bunch of worms on top of the lunch table? Jim, I guess I'll start from scratch. I'm two birds living in a human. She goes, but you're a human body. She goes, oh. <laughs> am I talking? Are you, are you, are you fucking dumb, bud? Are you dumb? Are you stupid? Oh my God. Are you, are you dumb? Are you dumb or deaf or retarded or all three? I don't know which, <laughs> which it is, Jim. Which one is it? He goes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Take, <laughs> however long, take however long you need. Anyways, I'm out of here. <laughs> Just crashes through the window. So basically, they were like the one of the critiques is like, yeah, but you are like a human, and she was like, yeah, and I'm not happy about that. Obviously, <laughs> thanks for bringing it up. She goes, yes, you don't think that I know that I'm in a human body, and I'm not particularly loving that. Yeah, it's like, I, yeah, you think that trans people don't like to be in the wrong body? I'm two birds living in this <laughs> fucking dumb human's body. So she's good, good stuff. This is yeah. She's like I'm not a plus. <laughs> she goes I'm not. I don't, I know because that's a, a lot of people are sort of saying like well you're not a bird and she was like yeah that is correct. My body is not a bird's body. Like she just reached the end of her rope with all this. Like she just absolutely had enough. This must be very like annoying to have to explain to people every day all day long. I mean the thing is like. It She's used, constantly being triggered. Like up until ten years ago, like there were for sure people who thought they were birds. They either were institutionalized or just kept it to themselves. Now they get a TikTok channel. Yeah, now they're like, "Hey, everybody, just so you know, I'm two birds." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before they'd be like, "Are you two birds?" And you go, "No, <laughs> no." And then there's like <laughs> no. a war, and he goes, "I don't know. You've been eyeing that worm right there. <laughs> you go get it if you want it. I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> just trying your hardest not worm. to get the worm. I actually don't want. Do the you think worm. she eats worms? Or M? That's a perfect good question. And That's my, not one of their pronouns. My, um, I bet that uh, she doesn't. 
And that's like a bit of a loophole. It's like, why do you eat human food? And she would, I guess she would argue that she, well, she doesn't, because she has this stupid human body. Right. And she's like, if birds could cook, they wouldn't eat worms. That's just all they can get. I think so. Yeah, maybe. We don't think we are literal birds who can fly. Okay. We're not stupid. The brain <laughs> is just very creative when it comes to making new alters. Now, I specifically am a bird because I am Avery's caregiver and Avery is a bird. Avery split as a bird because air our flight response. Maybe she could be the new Rick and Morty. She kind of seems like a Rick and Morty episode, what she's saying right That now. is an episode, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> Rick's brain becomes a bird and then splits into another caregiver <laughs> bird, which is now Morty. So Morty is a bird that's taking care of Rick, and one's a cardinal, <laughs> one's a blue jay, obviously. And then they have to get back to fucking just reality. Well, I, that. But the funniest part about that is she's basically saying, like, the bird had, she was like, so I'm a, I had a bird inside my body, and that bird was having so much anxiety that another bird came to take care of the first bird <laughs> and she was like why do you need two birds it's like well yeah obviously one bird to take care of the other bird and then she, she they're like well who takes care of the other bird and she's like fuck <laughs> that's actually you actually kind of do a have a point, point there if i worked with her I would, Oop, we got a third bird people pranking her at work she gets her cubicle there's just like newspaper all over the floor she goes who did who put the newspaper and you go that's what you do uh, don't you do that you're a bird you're a bird you gotta put newspaper down you don't want to fucking shit all over the floor she goes, I'm not actually a bird. I'm just uh, not. I'm a. I'm not a literal bird. I'm in my brain. There's two. There's two birds in my brain. I do at least like. Do you that think any guys ever said like, yeah, yeah, I got a bird too, and pulled that up? He <laughs> goes, yeah, you know what? My bird's on the outside of my body. Yeah, you know what? I got a bird a too. My. Because <laughs> you're a worm, and I, you're a bird. I'm, I got a worm. <laughs> a worm hungry. Younger. <laughs> But she's had to explain this to everyone. Like, yeah, she's got it down pat. Yeah, I do like that she blames her brain though. She does just go like, "It's my brain." Yeah, my brain. That, Sometimes they I don't. Know. Sometimes they go like, "This is who I am." At least she's. But it's like she's so sane; it doesn't make sense. She's like, but that's what I get with all the feeling like stuff because she's like, "Yes, I have some birds in my body, and I feel like a bird sometimes." <laughs> what is that? Is it feels like she listened to that Nelly Furtado that song. song? Yeah. <laughs> She's on loop. I don't know where my home is. I don't know. She has that every day playing in her fucking ear. I'm like, yeah, she has to. Yeah, that's what she says to the boss. That and Freebird just on loop. How does Freebird go again? For, for you know, for find me Freebird, and it's like a fucking ten minute solo. Yeah, but what part is it about being a bird? Uh, I don't know. It's called Freebird. I can't remember the course. If I leave here yeah, tomorrow, yeah, yeah. because she's he's flying mm -hmm. away. Yeah, it's all about a free bird. We're triggered in a situation that we could not escape. We wanted to get away. We wanted to fly out of there, and we couldn't. So the brain <laughs> made somebody. So if she's ever triggered. One of the problems with the human body is, is both of the birds want to fly away and they're sure. not able to, which is sort of problematic. Humans don't have the gift of flight. No. Could she just like buy a plane ticket? That's what she has to do. Yeah. Or like air gliding. Doesn't probably have the same, you know, anytime she's triggered, she has to go to like JetBlue and buy a flight. Could so she the brain made somebody who could. Avery is a bird because we felt trapped and we could not escape from the situation that we were in. Avery is also a trauma holder and persecutor and holds extreme. One of the birds is pretty anxious. That's probably enough of bird stuff, but... <laughs>
fact that she keeps going on. <laughs> oh, it goes on and on. And she has so much attitude about it. That, well, th- that's why it was so funny. Because normally she's... they're very fragile and they're trying to like explain it and they're like, it's... it's they're get, but they're... I it's think like what, an affliction. I think what happens is they're used to their tiny little community, so everything's so normal. And then when someone from outside the community, they have the attitude of kind of like, if someone showed up to like Dungeons and Dragons night and they like kept asking too many questions and these same eight people have been playing together for nine years, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And someone's like, oh, let me bring my friend. He comes all the time. And you're like, hey, so what does this do? And everyone's like, sure. Okay, and she's probably replying to just now random comments on TikTok too. Like, cause these things are going viral. And then the yeah. comments are like, what? And she's like, for the 50th for time. the 50th fucking time yeah because other people that aren't part of their little community be, yeah it's like you're in a comic store and you and your 10 friends get together and play magic the gathering and someone brings their girlfriend and the girlfriend's like so what does the mana do and everyone just yeah. looks at each other like you want to feel this bill because <laughs> you're gonna need mana if you I, I, honestly i can't i'm gonna you know what we're gonna take a break i think i'm done for I'm the done. ninth time this card is a bird <laughs> It takes two mana if you want to bring it out. And you attack your... I, I, I can't. I don't know if I could do this, John. Yeah. She's... Uh, or they. Or whatever they are. It's good luck. Good luck to them. Good luck to All them. All the best. There's uh, probably one of my favorite astrology things that came out. I saw so that. So the Reddit... <laughs> we've, been, uh, we've been looking around at the astrology Reddit. And one of the things is, so I wanted to, Danny as a, you would, it might have been better off using astrology. With Probably, me. that's what I was I'm, thinking. <laughs> I go, we're good for them. So there's astrology. And basically, uh, they've decided that. I could have used a fortune teller for the FTX stuff. Just to, That's what I should have gone because there's fortune tellers all over New York City. Mm. Egg on my face. Could have spent 20 bucks on that, save myself quite And they quick. basically do the cards and they go, whatever sign Jupiter is. Um, if you research the stock market sectors governed by that sign's ruling planet, in this case, Aries, ruling planet is Mars, in order to learn what will be the hot sectors, that should that should prove to be good money makers. Um, as Jupiter brings abundance, so the sectors that Mars governs include healthcare. So this is if you want to do this. It's healthcare, auto industry, pharmaceuticals, cement. I just like that astrology said big tobacco. That's what <laughs> So astrology, so the astrology right now, if you're like trying to buy stocks by astrology, it says buy tobacco, fashion and beauty. It kind of covered everything. Yeah, pretty much everything. Every sector. Hospitality, travel, tourism, clothing, sugar. And it says there may be other agricultural crops. Not sure. This is like, I guess a woman like this is like if you're into astrology, then you probably think like, oh, this shit works. Yeah. And then you see your husband just like hemorrhaging money in the stock market and you go like, (laughs) Wait, why is he making the decision? <laughs> All my astrology stuff works. Let me give a crack at it. It's definitely been my astrology stuff's been crushing it. Yeah. You know, using astrology to try to pick stocks is the like is the final form of the moment that we're in right now. Everyone losing their money. Girls think that like girls think we should be investors too. Like yeah, sure. why isn't there enough girls in investing? And watching your husband lose all the money, you go, well, I'll I can't tell do you worse what? than this. Remember when uh, crypto was kind of cr- crushing and there was like ten thousand articles about like why the crypto space is like against women and they're not welcome there. Now that everyone's losing their money, you haven't seen one article about no. how they want to join no, anymore. No, no they don't <laughs> No, you don't see don't. a single article being like, why are we allowed in crypto now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
it's 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 it, once it gets hot again, it'll be like a hundred articles that's again. That's the cycle. I mean, in hindsight, that's probably a good like enough of those articles, and you like time that to sell. is a really good marker. If you go, if you start seeing a lot of articles about why crypto is uh isn't welcoming to women, mm. it's time to sell. Yeah, right. Yeah, because that's a really good point. That's just basically female FOMO at that point. Because they were like, "Why aren't we participating?" As in this, soon as you start seeing female bubble. FOMO, del- yeah, sell everything. Sure. Yeah. We should have seen that coming. There were a few other signs as well. <laughs> There's every sign there in the were world. Many signs. Female FOMO also <laughs> was, was when JJ and our body was doing stock. Yeah, when out. JJ was wearing T-shirts that had <laughs> that said like Moon Boy on them and stuff. That in <laughs> hindsight was a pretty good top. Uh, the Just for Laughs NFTs selling out <laughs> was a pretty good sign of a top. <laughs> there was a lot. There was when a uh, cartoon ape was selling for a million dollars. That was a good one. There was a few. In hindsight, there's a couple. I'm happy I never got involved in any of that junk. <laughs> well, there's another one that they were saying. There's a. Um, they're wondering if there's any places where you can get a university level or graduate level understanding of astrology. I think that would be the number one if that happens. I'm sorry. They don't teach astrology at colleges. Well, they're wondering if they do, and they're still saying they're saying that there needs to be, yeah. <laughs> so that would be that would become the new thing. You have an astrology. There must degree. be a lot of chicks actually who probably accidentally sign up for an astronomy course in college. Of course. And then they're like, So when's the tarot cards coming out? And they go, No, 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 this is astronomy. Of course. This is actually But hard. can you imagine taking a hundred K loan to have like a Harvard astrology degree? That would be the <laughs> that would be the new gender studies. That'll be some other kind of top, maybe in the top in the, the That would single handedly be degrees. like put put a stop to Bernie Sanders is the campaign. If they, if he was like everyone should get free college, all you'd have to do is just point to the astrology course. Sure. <laughs> you go, No, no we're not you know, paying you know for the that. Thing that's like really not a thing. <laughs> no one's paying for this, Bernard. Bernard. That's the end of that. Bernard no one's paying for that, okay? I wonder if there's ever been a, an astrology course in a college. I bet there is some like super liberal arts, like the Evergreens. There's, I mean, there's probably been a course, yeah. Yeah, just like someone. Or like maybe it's more like the but history like for, of. But we're talking about like for a credit for like a, you know, a, well, a, a serious college degree. You well, any- they had one that was, it was like a rocks course. Yeah, rocks for jocks. Rocks well. for jocks, yeah. Yeah, I took but it. It, was, it wasn't that it was, easy. No, it was rocks for hawks. Rocks for Stephen Hawking. It was yeah. legitimately. <laughs> that was in. It was first, the biggest scam. In first year of college. Remember Guelph had rocks for jocks? Yes, I took it. <laughs> And it was not that easy. I like I specifically I know. remember that. No, it was the biggest scam. It was so there's course it was basically like geology, but it yeah, was supposed it was geology, to be the easiest one. course in the world. And everyone was like, it's a gimme credit. And then everyone was like flunking out of it. And then that's when we were all saying it was rocks for hawks, like yeah. it'd be Stephen Hawking to take it. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I took it. I specifically remember I took Rocks for Jocks. Rocks for Hawks. And then and like like everybody else, you go, This isn't this isn't that easy. That was a big scam. Yeah. I'm going to take another quick second to tell you about Athletic Greens. Now, I take this every morning. Before I run, first thing I do, pop the Athletic Greens in there, shake her up. It's got a mild tropical taste. Glug, glug. Down the hatch. I've been having it every morning. I had, me and Danny just got a big re-up supply too. Big re-up. Have not, I don't think I've missed a morning in a while. So, so the mission at AG1 Athletic Greens is to empower people to take ownership of their health with a simple daily habit. 
a lot of times you're taking all these different vitamins and you know, you start to get you start to get a little bit wishy-washy about what you took and what does what and it's a big concoction yep so ag1 can solve that if you want better gut health increased energy immune system support if you don't like taking pills and vitamins you want a supplement that actually tastes great i take it in the morning you're doing something good for your body giving it the nutrition it craves and covering all your nutritional bases why take a bunch of things when you could just mix one scoop of powder and water once a day it's the healthiest thing you can do in under a minute you know, I always like a nice life hack, and I've come to love and trust AG1 by Athletic Greens. The all-in-one formula makes it easy for me to cover my nutritional bases. Every scoop's packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced ingredients of the highest quality that gives me major benefits like gut and mood support, boosted energy, and even healthier-looking skin, hair, and nails. So if you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash boyscast. That's athleticgreens.com slash boyscast. Okay, let's Yay. get back into it. Do you think that... Um, uh, the, do you think that it's pretty crazy what's happening with the Google firing everyone or is everything like in your no, mind every, it was just every like, tech, obviously it was going to happen and uh, that's what it is yeah every tech company is doing it uh, I mean it is crazy that they fired 27 massage therapists that's how many massage therapists they had no that's how many they fired <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no way yeah yeah I mean they've they added 50,000 employees in the last two years and then they just they have off. in building massage therapists it's Hell like a yeah, little dude. kingdom over there well right? the whole thing is they want you to never leave it's like their apps like it's like YouTube they want to keep you in there as long as possible oh yeah so they're probably just like and you know so you're kind of like oh I want to go to the gym and you're like right there I'm gonna go yeah I gotta go get out of here go home because I gotta get what do you have to do Jim yeah yeah well why what are you gonna do a massage yeah we got it all we'll bring it over so that's the reason for it yeah I think so yeah they're just like if we put everything here just anything the guy wants like hey I want to go on a nature hike get on the treadmill we got your VR nature nature VR pretty much but yeah they fired 27 massage therapists that's probably if you're like a that must be the all ultimate gig as a massage therapist where you're like i work like i'm an employee of google like i'm not even a contractor that's a big one yeah. you're like you probably get stock options you get full google benefits the works but that yeah they fired what did they sure. fired twelve thousand employees they hired in the last two years fifty thousand. so well you're right because every and it was one of those things where i've been sort of like I feel like the discourse around uh, when like tech companies fire everything, it's all like, it's almost useless because people are like, can you believe these companies fire enough? It's like, all it is, is it was like every other company's doing it. The economy's bad. And if they don't do it, everyone will sell their stock, right? Yeah, exactly. Because if like, you go, if Facebook's firing everyone and like, and it sort of becomes a run on it at, at some point, yeah. it just becomes like, you know, and that's I what you said. Yeah, but it, like you have to, right? If well, you, you have like to, you said Twitter did it, and it doesn't really affect their company that much. And then they go to the oh. other companies. There's like, hey, like, why aren't you doing it? Oh, there's there's no way. Take your medicine. There's no way it's gonna affect them in any way. 
uh, Google, like their bottom line. But well, a lot of times they kind of, we, it's almost like you have too many employees because you want it, you're growing, right? Yeah. And then as soon as the growth slows down, you're kind of like, well, then we're not. Well, gonna... there's a forecasting element to it as yeah. well, right? Where you're like, yeah, they hire because they go like, this is where we're going to be. And then. So we're going to want so all these employees. We're exactly. Like we can't wait to get to that point and then hire them. We have to hire them in anticipation. And then this is the opposite of that. And then it stops growing and you're like, okay, yeah, well, what we don't need these people anymore. We don't need, exactly. We don't need these people. And, and it is kind of one of those things people are always like pointing to the CEOs. It's it's not even like, it, I mean, maybe you could just say it's, it, obviously it's like not good people getting fired or whatever, but it's like, it's one of those things where there isn't, it, it's like, there isn't a good or, it just is. Cause if like the CEOs, be, it's like someone's money, you know what I mean? And you go this, imagine the CEOs like, Hey, I'm not going to fire everyone. They're like, okay, well you're fired then. <laughs> oh, of course. And also like, like how many don't, doesn't that happen all the time where like the CEO is like, no, I'm not going to do that. And everyone's like, okay, well I'm going to pull all my money out unless that I mean, guy's I, gone. Yeah. At the end of the day, the CEO is responsible for, you know, the value creation. So if they're not because they have too many people, like that's their job. It's like, you know, and it's a hard job to be like, Hey, I'm laying off. 12,000 people and you know some of those people like are on I mean probably a good chunk of them are like on visas from different countries so that's really crappy so they're getting sent home well that's what happened with Coinbase at one point is apparently they they hired a bunch of people and they all came over here and then they like rescinded their letters yeah yeah, and people like moved but no no the the Coinbase people had never moved they were just told that they were getting their visas and Uh, then like because it was like no it was within days like the, those letters, it okay. was like the next day or something. But it even says in this thing, they go, uh, they're providing the all the laid off employees six months of healthcare, job placement services, and immigration support for those affected. So they're giving, they have people who are going to try and help you stay. But I mean, there are a lot of people who are like, yeah, I guess I have to go. Apparently a lot of the YouTube people go, yeah, a lot of people are getting fired right and left. Yeah. I mean, again, it's like if I'm sure you just get to the point where like they're just not doing anything. That whole industry is just like getting torched right now. Yeah, I mean it's that's how it is. The, it's everything is just like it's cyclical, you know. There's ebbs and flows. And so, what do you think if you're a tech person and you're? I guess it depends on your age, right? Because if you're getting fired right now and you're like 45 and make ton of money, you're fucked a little bit, right? But if you're like 22 and don't get paid that much, it was like you might be screwed for a year or two, and then you're gonna be back. You might have to you might have to get a crappier job for a little bit, then you're back in the game. Well, I'll say this: if you're 45 and you've been working at Google for the past however many years, you're, you're rich. Prob- you're rich. So unless you're a moron, yeah. So it's probably just like it's an inconvenience but you're obviously you're probably highly skilled and will be fine and you're rich yeah and if you're young you're also fine it is one of those things like even in i mean it it is like almost uh there is this something of like everything has been like just cooking for a while it's like the first time that a lot of people of their age have experienced like a bad economy or whatever but you almost do it's like i have friends that work in places like that and they have the mindset they're around our age and they have the mindset of like yeah yeah at some point i won't be here like i know i know that i'm like getting getting paid way too much money and i have to like save for when i eventually get fired they sort of have that attitude of like which is smart they have especially when it was like the like especially the white dudes were like oh i'm hanging on buddy i'm literally like if i can get 500 grand a year like five more years like i'll consider this as a win you know what sure, i mean sure absolutely <laughs> and a lot of the people fired like they're not you know they're probably like the customer like you ever use customer service on google stuff where you just like click the chat window or whatever and like you have, you're talking to someone in like five seconds it's like yeah. you barely ever wait like it's whereas a lot of sites you're like you gotta wait a whole long time so like a lot of these people are probably just you know they're it's not like executives but i think a quarter of them were some sort of manager but i think it said something like they have 50,000 managers or something at Google like who have managerial positions like they're such a huge company right and again if you work at Google like that's one of the top tech companies I can't imagine it's that hard to find a job no I don't think so afterwards 
But it just there might be like a year where everyone's kind of firing people and not there isn't that much. Sure, hiring, sure, yeah. I, I don't know how that all plays out, but I imagine if you're talented, you'll you, you'll land on your feet. I got a um, uh, article that I just saw on the way here that I feel yeah. like you like the headline of. Okay. So Dave Chappelle had a uh, a show and people aren't happy, um, but the headline is. Uh, do you guess what it is? <laughs> uh, I would imagine it's involves some sort of transphobia. No, no, you're That's on the a, wrong track. Uh, Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock show at Enterprise Theater for some was uh, racist. No laughing matter. I thought ah, you were going to get it. <laughs> no laughing matter. Ah. <laughs> That's your favorite thing. Oh, I know. Fuck. <laughs> I thought I was pandering to you with this. Oh. <laughs> Well, for some, the Chris Rock show was no laughing matter. Right. But here's the funny part. It was a old... Here's, is, is here's the funny part part of it? Or is that you're editorializing? Was that you or was that you? This is me editorializing. All right, all right. But this is me real, editorializing. Real joker over here. You would think. So you're wrong on both accords because you think it was like, you know, I went and it's transphobia, right? Sure. But it was the opposite. It was the... It's a whole article... Um, Wait, and bomb? No, no. They were just like the. There's all these articles about Chappelle and the, how they didn't like the concert, and it was like the concert ran late and the line was too big. It was like old school complaining. Oh, oh, <laughs> it was just it was like it was the issue with the venue. Yeah, yeah. It was like it honestly it made me feel like this article period made me feel like 2014 again. Sure, it was an article for some. This concert was no laughing matter, and it was like the, I could picture like an old school like newscaster outside of the place and the guys being like we've been waiting outside the venue for 45 minutes it's kind of cold right now yeah. i don't know what's going on and then they cut to another guy coming out and being like i mean the concert was okay but there was you know the concessions were overpriced and they made me put a phone in a bag yeah, yeah. And that, that's all of the things are like what, who, old school complaints <laughs> what's the article from uh still today uh, stl today okay, St. Louis, okay, Louis, okay. i love the idea because like these don't go to an editor like oftentimes the editor is the one who picks like the headline well, exactly so like you i'd like to think like it's a young kind of guy who or girl who wrote it and they're definitely not using it's a laughing matter no because they're, right. they're just no it's so trite and garbage and then they send it to the editor and the editor is like yeah let me just uh, spruce <laughs> this up and they're like fuck like can you do anything other than it's no laughing matter well they probably they the four hundred. they come in and they were like listen i don't like this laughing matter title and they go they close the door behind you and they go <laughs> yeah, let me tell you something about the journalism <laughs> they go you're new this is your first comedy piece i'm assuming <laughs> yeah so this is how it works anytime something bad happens at a comedy show the headline involves the term it's no laughing it's matter. not a laughing it's just, matter it's, it's just a rule of journalism this is I yeah i where'd you go to school you went to school you went to mcgill okay oh, yeah, um yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, well, uh, well, let me tell you how it works in the real world. <laughs> <laughs> Things aren't a laughing matter when they involve comedy. It's, do you get it? Because it's like ironic because it's a comedy I don't think show, right? Said, goes, so it's like it, it is a laughing <laughs> yeah, matter. Yeah, it's that's... like it's literally a laughing matter. But then in this instance, people are upset because so it's it's not. It's no laughing matter. That's what he's arguing about. And the person's like, I get that. He goes, I don't think you do. <laughs> he goes, I don't think you get it. And he goes, hey, John, come in here. Yeah. Can you explain to me? He goes, because in comedy, they're, you try to make people laugh and it's not laughing matter. He goes, no, I understand that. I just don't think people like it. He goes, you must not. <laughs> hey, we're, we're having two different conversations <laughs> right now. I, we're talking past each other. because <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how you can see this and not like it. Bill, get in here. Explain, okay, yeah. he goes, hey, uh, Bill, I got, okay, so we're doing an article on Chappelle's comedy show, not a laughing matter, Th that's all I need you for, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> 
He goes, probably Virginia, like, I just, that was it. Probably actually. there's like a comedy critic who just retired and he goes, like, let me just show you some of the best headlines from, from, uh, you know, and they're all just every single one of them. This is no laughing matter. Even then his final last article was comedy critic retiring is no laughing <laughs> nah, matter because <laughs> he has cancer because <laughs> I have cancer. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's not a laughing matter. Well, anyways, uh, that's what people are mad about. <clears throat> that's fine. I think so. You know, I'd appreciate a partial refund. <laughs> so, and I imagine this is where the like St. Louis Blues play. Yeah, I think so. Like, yeah, it's no, like I was, a, a yeah, giant like arena. That. Yeah, yeah. That's like saying like oh, I went to Madison Square Garden. I would like a refund, please. Yeah. Go, yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> Good luck with getting a fucking refund on your white claw, on your $20 white claw. He wanted at least a partial refund. He didn't think that would be unfair. That's one of those things when you put a mic in front of someone's face and they just start talking. You're like, I don't know. The lines were a little long. He goes, (laughs) should it be refunded? Yeah, I guess a partial refund at least would be okay. And then that's their story, right? That person who, do you think that the person who went to this, like wrote this story was ready to go and be like, they were going to, they were going to the Chappelle show to write a story about like his tirade. Mm -hmm. And it like, it wasn't really that crazy. Yeah, he, he like, didn't say anything. He didn't say anything crazy about the trans stuff. He didn't really know what to do. So he was just like, these lines are kind of long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He started talking to the person beside us and he was like watching and Chappelle's just like talking about race and this and that. And then the person beside him, he's like, yeah, well, that line was a little long to get in here. Eh? Chappelle's a little late. He's like, Excuse me, what'd you just say? <laughs> he goes, uh, and Chappelle's can not I need you to sign a consent form? <laughs> hey, he goes, what did you just a say? Here? He goes, well, he's supposed to be on at 10. It's like 1045. And he goes, say that again <laughs> into this microphone. Yeah, and you go, is it because of his race that he's late? And he goes, no, 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 it's just like, you know how entertainers are? You go, perfect. I like it, yeah. <laughs> this is the story. This. This is good old-fashioned local news. This is good old-fashioned. Good old-fashioned local Local, local news. news. Picnic rained out. Yeah, <laughs> it's just all that shit. We well, have. Tim, uh, you know, we, we were souping up to have a pretty good picnic out here, and it just started raining, and, yeah, you know, we got through a third of the regatta, but we haven't got to the, you know, the the wheelbarrow race. We only end up doing it. the under 10 category, uh, so I guess we're just, you know, it is what it is. There's nothing we can <laughs> really do. Sky's opened up, you know? There's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> yeah, that's good shit. That's what it is. Good old-fashioned local news. Yeah, we all all have to wait in the gazebo while we waited for it to pass, but it just didn't pass. So I guess I'm packing up my stuff, and it is what it is. And Barb baked a really good cake, and I guess no one's going to get to eat it, but that's their (laughs) loss. Yeah. Good old-fashioned local news. I I pine for this. For the days, of that must suck so bad that all the local news guys that had to start to get into the race stuff, you know what I mean? Because yeah. they probably loved. They used to get to do all the feel good stories, you know what I mean? Of course. You know, oh, this uh, this two year old managed to win the local uh, pie. No, I'm trying to think of what's it called when they tie their legs together. Three legged race. Oh, Three legged race. Yeah. <laughs> Samantha won the three-legged race, and she's like, yeah, I just tried really hard, and despite the fact that she broke her arm last week. Sure. And but then, but then story. Now with- she had to be like, you know, now they have to go in to be like, I heard someone called you the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> or in St. Louis. I mean, St. Louis has a little bit of a crime problem, so they probably their local yeah. news are pretty dour. Yeah, they, that's what they want. Yeah, they did. They, nowadays, it's just like, woman called N-word. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's Twitter is so chock full of like fight videos right now. It's really popping off with like, and there's all these videos where it's like, you know, I don't know if you saw recently some kid called his teacher the N word, which isn't in the video, so I never saw that part. Oh, <laughs> dude, no? there's so many videos online. Man, you right know now. what? It's funny that you're saying this because I have. I wonder if the reason you're seeing this is because Twitter changed their default 
um, to the algorithm, not the like there's now like the for you and following. Yeah. And it, cause there was like three days last week where I go like, why am I all of a sudden seeing all this shit? I don't follow on Twitter. Cause they're putting an algorithm. I in the specifically mix. wanted just my chronological people. You're I an follow. old school man. Well, if I have the option, that's sounds what I want. like a local. This sounds like a news story. <laughs> local. Local I'm man, out, not happy with Twitter's changes. I'm out changes. front of Twitter's St. Louis office. You're like protesting this, Elon Musk, but for that reason, yeah, for that reason, I go give me. And then it took me like three days, and someone tweeted about it. I go, oh yeah, they changed it. Yeah, I didn't know until you started fucking squawking. Well, that's probably. But I wonder if yeah. So there's the for you and the following tabs now. I know you've been going on about this, <laughs> and it defaults you to the for you. You've not been happy, Cameron. This is, this you is met, old you, man yells at cloud. This is old man yells at cloud. But you've also probably the fourth time you've mentioned you. But you sort of have a, a like a little bit of a, a prissy it's sort of how you are with your art you're with yeah. this you're just like I've seen it come up people were talking about Twitter three or four times where you go well me personally I'm the I just have my following <laughs> well I don't want <laughs> I know but you've been slipping into conversation like you're better than me that you just have your following I'm not better than you <laughs> I'm not better than you I just want to <laughs> me personally I've switched mine to the old school because I don't uh, I don't subscribe to algorithms I curate my own my my feed my rules and that's Danny when your Danny Polishuk's feed has nothing that I've not signed up for that's how I live my life you if you whatever you want to do you want to have that slop whatever they put in front of you you're gonna watch no. and that's how you are me Danny that ain't me that ain't me dude I don't, <laughs> I'm not gonna I don't, apologize I don't that for that slop. Oh yeah! Anyway. I just I just looked at the follow, the for you tab too, and all it is is that fake account that said that the obese is the new n word, and now it's like trending everywhere because everybody's falling for it when it's obviously like the fake shit. Yeah, because she goes uh, obese is trending. I can't believe now. Wow, Twitter has literal slurs trending. Yeah, that's the top thing in my for you right now. Uh huh. I don't want to see this shit. <laughs> it's like fake. It's like it's just like a bunch of people falling for this like boomers falling for this fucking fake thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to see that, dude. My Twitter is. I'll still see it regardless, but I'm like. It's just pinned. Yeah, someone has to retweet it. <laughs> it's pinned to the top. Well, every, all of it is a video of like a black guy beating someone up <laughs> and then the tight and it's just, it's li literally just a guy like getting the shit kicked out of him and, it, and then the titles, man, beat someone up for calling him the N-word. <laughs> it like, can't be, there's not in the video that, that so <laughs> well, it, it probably happened before they started filming. Or someone knew it would go viral. Right. I, I think, I, like, I don't even know. My, my take on it is I'm sure there is someone that gets beat up for getting called the N-word. But like my take is if you were trying to go viral with a video and Absolutely. you're like, here's a photo of a guy getting beat up. But you go, here's a guy getting beat up because it's he's getting his just desserts because he was racist. Uh -huh. Everyone's tweets like, good. Of course. God, yeah. I would have done worse if he did it to me. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're, you're I don't lucky. Even, that's all that guy did. <laughs> I don't even really know what you get out of that. If you're the, <clears throat> I guess you build your following. <clears throat> yeah, I guess because there's no monetization on Twitter. No, so you're just building your viral video so you can post more fight videos. Yeah, the best is can we so talk many about, fight. Can we talk videos. about the fake comedy club. What's the fake comedy club in Toronto? Oh, as long as <laughs> you can, if you uh, want. I to. don't know, it's just because it just reminds me of this. Like, why post this? And then this guy we know who was like would post all these super clickbait YouTube videos, and then grew a huge YouTube channel, and now he has like a fake comedy club. And then he posted fake reviews for his fake comedy club that's like in an attic. And then the, some people fell for it and went. And like, <laughs> well, the comments was funny because it said like, "Crazy, Dave Chappelle was working yeah, yeah, yeah. last night." Yeah, I'm doing the comedy club. I'm on the roster. So. <laughs> Yeah, Ryan's a company man. I'm a company man. Uh, anyway, I'll go pop by next time I come back. <laughs>
It's fake, though. Uh, you're banned, so. Yeah, I, just, I, just, <laughs> I just signed my goddamn death certificate for that club. <laughs> He's the best. Persona non dude, The guy who runs this comedy club is the fucking goat, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, posting that Chappelle was there last night. Literally just, reviews being like, if Chappelle was here, like Bill Burr and stuff, and it's all misspelled. <laughs> like, Chappelle's not even spelled right. And then but people are falling for it and showing up to this guy's attic. Dude, he's the goat. <laughs> I love it. Dude, it literally says it. like it says like it says like there's no comedy show worst experience ever. Great time. Dave Chappelle showed up. It was fucking. It was amazing. I've never been to a better comedy club. Apparently, Louis ZK is coming tomorrow. Yeah. Bad deal. Yeah, like fraud. <laughs> Dave Chappelle was not there. Dave Chappelle was definitely there. <laughs> he's the king, dude. I love that guy. <laughs> Yeah, you just got yourself banned though, pal. (laughs) You're on the right. You're on the way. Just added to another club in Toronto. I don't work at. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Well, anyways, um, I was uh, really liking the fact that uh, No Laughing Matter was making back in the round. (sighs) Pamela Anderson. Now, so Pamela Anderson has an uh, a new tell-all biography. Every, every time a big superstar puts in a tell-all biography, everyone in Hollywood must be shaking in their boots. Yeah, because that was even before the cancellations. The tell-all biographies cannot. You go. There's no way this could be good. It's like no. legitimately. She goes, "Hey, I'm going to publish a list of Hollywood secrets." Everyone's <laughs> like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> the tell-all biographies are nailing Gobbins, but well, she, usually it's like the death knell of a. It's trying to resuscitate the career, I guess. I know, but for what? Make a big amount. Of, you basically are like, "Hey, let me throw everyone I've ever met under the bus to yeah. try to make some money." And that's the thing too. It's not like I guess if you're her, because you're like, it's not like she wrote it. She meets with a she guy. She says at a cop. specifically in this one, she, it, she did make a whole big point of being like, "I don't have a ghostwriter," but maybe oh, she okay. does. But she said she helped had someone help her, but she's made a whole stink about how she didn't have a ghostwriter. All right, well, ghostwriter. Well, anyway, she basically said, "I don't know. Some of this stuff seems like it would be like libel or whatever." But anyways, uh, Tim Allen has denied that he pulled his dick out and then well, said, yeah. "I've seen you naked," so it's only um, that, that's the big bombshell from the whole thing. Like, this is the number one, or is this like a snippet she released? Snippet. Well. This this one kind of went viral. You think it's how he got the name The Tool Man? I think when he... <laughs> of course. <laughs> like she coined it? She goes, hey, I Tool think man. what happened is she basically came in. He goes, I've seen you naked. So it's only uh, reasonable that you see me naked is what the thing said. And then he whispered it in her ear. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he whispered it. Hey. She goes, when's Wilson coming? He goes, he's right here. And he pulls up his shirt and he's got his erect penis fucking tipping over the top of the waistband. Like, it's almost this one's. Oh, this one's a little too obvious, to, but I I think that you have to say it's tool time. Yeah. You have to say that his dick's doing a Wilson. <laughs> I, I just don't, I don't see a scenario where I could not do it. It's on yeah. a platter. It's on a platter. <laughs> I think we're pretty quick to this too. So it's not like no laughing matter is going to be all over the place. <laughs> we, we might be the first. I can't imagine that there hasn't been a lot of people that said, do you think that's why he's the dual man? Yeah. I mean, for Tim Allen, he's just like, he's, he's pretty much like, look, I'm at this point, uh, you've, the things that have been taken from me have been taken from me. I am now untouchable. Yeah, well, he says it didn't happen. He's just like, no, it didn't happen. Well, well, apparently he had a robe, but I guess does Tim Allen walk around the set of dual time with a robe on? I don't know. Maybe. It's tool time. 
I mean, he could theoretically walk around in a robe, but also she was with Tommy Lee at the time, and she had the hugest piece though. So Tim Allen must be packing if he has that kind of uh, confidence, maybe to pull out his not hard piece. This was like ninety one, I think. No, I don't know if there was she with Tommy Lee at that point. She says this is early because remember she was on Tool Time for or Home Improvement for like she the was first, the original the season, first, yeah. yeah, first season, and then that was it, and then she dipped. It's Tool Time. Yeah. It's two o'clock, maybe. I mean, maybe it happened. We had a while where Tim Hortons in Canada, we used to call it Tim Burton's, and then we used to call it Tim Allen's. We used to go, you want to go to Tim Allen's? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that started sticking for a while. Quiet inside. Okay, I got to tell you about the worst movie of all time. Yeah. Okay. It was called, uh, what was it called? Uh, Fuck, I can't remember the name of it. Okay, look up. Okay, Mel Gibson. Mel Passion Gibson, of the Christ. radio. <laughs> He's a radio guy, radio DJ. Okay, and I'm gonna be spoilers. You're on the line. Is, is oh, this is new. It is maybe the worst movie that's ever been made. So basically, I mean, I can't imagine he's getting the best scripts these days. <laughs> well, this one. I honestly recommend watching it, and I think me wrecking it for you would actually make it better to watch it. I wish someone told me this before I watched it. So basically, he's this old radio DJ, right? And it's got every last fix in. Like, he comes in, and he's sort of a hot shot. And then his, you know, the manager's there and being like, he used to be the main guy, but uh, his ratings are plummeting. And she's like, listen, Bill, you know, you got to get on the TikTok. And he's like, that ain't me. I'm going to keep doing the same thing that I ever did. So he's got all that sort of things, and he's a shock job. Jock, you know what I mean? It reminds me of Talk Radio. Yeah, I guess. You remember that movie Talk Radio with Eric Bogosian? I was Well I don't like know if you know premise. Well, right? do you know what happens in that? Yeah, I don't remember now. Well, I don't think it's the same premise then. What's the premise of that movie? Uh Talk Radio is a nineteen eighty eight American drama thriller film by uh directed by Oliver Stone. Uh Sorry, it's uh, you don't even know what happened on air. I've seen it, but I saw it when I was a kid. On air radio personality likes to push buttons and the envelope. The talk show host is getting popularity, and then yeah, something like people are sending in like uh, dead animals and stuff, and they're like coming after him. But the whole thing takes place in the studio, okay? Well, on this one, what happens sounds like somewhat different is uh, basically there's a caller that calls in and he's got his wife hostage, and he's like, I want you to tell all these secrets, like you've been smashing my wife and she killed herself and all this sort of stuff, right? Okay. So he goes, I have the whole thing rigged up with dynamite. So at the end of it, the whole movie goes by, and then at the end of it, they go, this was a prank on our new producer. And they have... 25 people there. They have bombs everywhere. They kill a guy. Mel Gibson's in on it. They shoot someone and they have fake guns. Well, Mel Gibson's the one doing it right. to the new intern. So they do the whole movie. And then at the end of it, it's like a, it was just a dream. And then they shoot someone else. And he or then the guy falls down the stairs. Then it turns out they were all in on it. And they were actually pranking him. So... It was a double double prank. Except, so if Mel Gibson's in on it and the guy's in on it, the whole movie, everyone was just acting. Yeah. So there wasn't one person that was scared. And then you go, in the entire movie, I was thinking, I would go, why aren't the cops here? Because he's broadcasting on the radio yeah. being like, Oh, the, you know, this guy's trying to kill me. And then he goes, this is what you have 30 seconds to try to go into the find this bomb and you got to do this and you got to do that. And this is going on the whole movie. And the entire time I'm watching it, I was just like, wait, why wouldn't the cops be there? That makes no sense. So the cops are listening to there. And now it's been, you know, 90 minutes. Why wouldn't the cops be there? Why wouldn't the bomb squad be there? You have a terrorist that's going to blow up a building in downtown Manhattan or whatever it is. I don't know where it is. It's in LA. LA. Yeah, so it goes on and on and on. So the whole time I'm just like, this movie doesn't make sense. And they're like, yeah, we're just pranking this guy. So you're like, 
okay, so that was stupid. Who cares? And then the guy's like, actually, we were pranking Mel Gibson. You're like, why would I care about any of this now? <laughs> but they force you to make that decision once you've watched the whole movie. Yeah. They trick like, you into the caring until the very end. Yeah. It's just a basic And their like, whole thing. It's like a fuck you for watching. It, it was a fuck you for watching. And they were like, gotcha. But I was like, you didn't get me. Because the whole time I was being, none of this makes sense. Yeah. I was like, none of this would be happening. There'd be cops there. There'd be bombs there. And then they were like, at the end, they're like, well, that explains why the cops weren't there. And I was like, yeah, but it doesn't change the fact that I hated it. <laughs> I mean, do you think it's maybe like a deeper commentary about how nobody listens to the radio anymore? Because he has like a midnight slot on the radio. and it's Deeper like commentary. Deeper, deeper commentary, potentially. Worst movie ever. 104 minutes? It's a piece of shit. Do you watch these things on like a sped up like Spotify I do podcast? skip parts sometimes. This is, where was this? I don't know. One of the Netflix or God Amazon. damn. I like this Mel Gibson, so when, I, when, he come, when he comes around, I usually click on him. It's weird this is a French production. <laughs> Crappiest all, thing I've ever seen. It's all French people who wrote it. Too. I haven't seen a movie this bad in ages. Yeah. Cause, is it because like the French are like, they, they're just like more cool with the anti Semitism stuff where they haven't heard maybe? No, he's back in the mix. Is he though? Yeah, he makes things. He was a big Santa Claus movie recently. Interesting. I think that. And then Donald Trump, uh, they're probably one of the best fucking stories in a long time. So basically, Trump had a golf tournament. Did you know all about the golf? Of course, tournament? he didn't play the first. He didn't play the first <laughs> round, and he still took it down the club championship. So basically, Trump has a golf tournament, and then he didn't play the first round. But he goes because he was like, "Oh, I have to go to a funeral." But I played like a hot round the day before, so we'll count that round yeah, as my yeah. other round. And he won the tournament. You go first of all. Anytime you have a tournament where an eighty-year-old man's winning the tournament, you go <laughs> like, "Yeah." I mean, he's a good golfer. <clears throat> yeah, but everyone else would have to be crazy bad to not beat a 70-year-old. Yeah. Uh, well, I think there, no, there must be age categories. Like, he's not playing against 20-year-olds. Okay. It's just, like, in his age category, like the seniors category at the club. Again, I still probably think he Did he win the seniors category? I think that's what he won. But then I think he- Trump but, winning his own golf tournaments is so great. But also, like, the point, well, it's his, yeah, the club, but I think the point of him releasing that is to be like, hey, everybody just, you know, like, I'm fit, physically fit and mentally fit to be president. You think that's what's coming out? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <clears throat> the real point of that. So the reason, so Trump does these golf tournaments and wins them as like publicity to let like the press know like this is the kind of shape I'm in. Could Joe Biden win a golf tournament? Exactly. Joe <clears throat> Biden couldn't win a opening one jar competition, let alone multiple golf tournaments like Donald Trump. I'm the GOAT. Yeah, you follow him on Truth Social too because that's what he wrote basically. What did he write? No, no, he wrote, I don't know, something about that. I bet <laughs> Stupid golf tournament. <laughs> He's happy with his <laughs> golf tournament. Okay, one last thing we'll do before. And then, well, okay. Ah, yeah, okay. So they have uh, uh, the, uh, okay, maybe two things. Maybe this will be a longer episode, but they have a uh, Vice at a, or no, it wasn't Vice. It was like an Instagram story thing, right? And it's an old guide to finding a husband, mm -hmm. like back in the day from the 80s. And they had all, they have all these photos and we'll put some of the photos up. But basically they used to have these books, right? And people get mad at them. Like, can you believe they used to do this stuff? So tell me if you think it's good advice for girls or don't. I think I maybe saw this. Girls. Yeah, yeah. I might've uh, showed you it last week. Oh, okay. I had it on my phone. I think I liked it. Don't be f too familiar with your escort by caressing him in public. An open flow of affection embarrasses him especially in public so it's like don't be too like touchy-feely yeah, and like kissing them it's like so so far you go so far so good pretty reasonable right yeah. some of this stuff where you look at it and they're just like 
Because girls are like, look, if, like it's getting posted. It's like, can you imagine girls used to get this advice? And, and all guys are like, ah, the good old Well, days. the reason why they think it's offensive is because they, they think of it, they take it out of context and they go, girls are being told this, but it's like, yeah, and guy have a version of it. Like, hey, if you're trying to pick up girls, do this. You know course, what I mean? Yeah. And this is the girls like, hey, if you're trying to get a husband, like this is the way to do it. And girls just hate being told what to do. They do not like that. No. Yeah. But it's like, objectively, some of it is true. One of the best ones, they go, don't be too familiar with the head waiter. And that's like the, you know, head waiter. Talking talking about the fun you had with someone else another time. Men deserve your entire attention. It was like, another pretty good advice. Like, yeah, yeah. Dude, don't don't th- flirt with the waiter. That's an Andrew Tate one, but it really is like the number one. If you go to a girl to like a bar and she knows all the staff, she knows the bouncer, gets her in for free, you're like, this girl's way too on the scene. Of course. Like you, it's like so obvious you don't want a girl that's just like the, knows every guy at every club. No, hell no. Hell no, right? Even if there's nothing there, your imagination is going to run wild. It's just one of those things, right? You're just like, okay, so she's just like, she's just been party girl of the year, banged all these guys. Yeah, not ideal. Don't use your car mirror to fix your makeup. He needs it for driving. That one's, I I think you can use the car mirror if you want to fix the makeup. Uh, I think that was legitimately written before there was like a mirror on the passenger side. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't drink too much. A man expects you to keep your dignity. Some girls may seem clever, but most of them seem silly. It's like, yeah, don't get crazy drunk on a first date. Yeah. Like, they're all, like, pretty I don't think this is the first date, though. This is just in general. This is, like, life advice forever. In public, I think in public you don't want to get too sloppy drunk, but if you're, like, uh, just period anyone, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you could have a guy one where it's like, yeah, if you don't, like, fucking get drunk and punch walls at a fucking, <laughs> don't, don't get into a guy one would be like don't get into a fight like immediately or, or at a blackout drunk on a first day either mm-hmm. don't sit in awkward positions and look bored and uh then the other one's like talk only talk about stuff he wants you to talk to that one i don't really agree with that much because he goes well it says baby don't don't uh talk about your clothes try to or to describe your gu- gown flatter him by talking about things he wants that's to how you know about. it's old because they say gown i know but to me i would be like yes it is being like don't talk about boring shit like clo- your gown that he doesn't want to talk about but at the other side of it there is like i don't want a girl like pretend like you want to I-, I feel like i could tell if a girl is like I- when a girl you know how someone a lot of people do like that win friends and influence people stuff and they just <laughs> yeah. ask a lot of questions about yourself course, yeah that actually annoys me sure well because you know the playbook I know, I yeah, because I, I can see it. Yeah, I actually annoys me like a lot of times when people are like, "Oh, how are you doing this? How's this?" And I'm just like, I don't know. I like, I don't want. Like, I feel like we're having like a fake. Inter- this is yeah, fake. it's like an interview. You're like, this feels like a, yeah, being interviewed. You're being interviewed. Not yeah, there's a certain a lot of people do that where they just ask you a lot of questions instead of like actually being a human. Yeah, and it bothers me. Yeah, I agree. Okay, on the Patreon, we're gonna talk about uh, this. Velma doesn't like uh, there's too many white people in it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, uh, but I thought there's not even that many white people. It just upholds whiteness. Yeah, send the testicle bath birth control. The boys cast uh, catch me in. You can catch me in Buffalo, Boston, Tampa, and Calgary. And thank you to everyone who subscribed to Patreon.com/slash The Boys Cast.